2: where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are. Thank you so much for watching, for listening, for commenting. I am so grateful. If you've just arrived on my channel, I welcome you, and I hope that you like the content. Let me know in comments. I always reply to every comment, um, even if I just read it and I just say thank you for sharing, I will reply to it. In this video I want to speak to you guys a little bit about kind of a taboo subject perhaps a taboo subject about sex and INFJs how do we look at sex and this is going to be a very preliminary look at it I'm gonna go deeper into it as time goes on I just want to start off with a little bit of a higher level look at how we look at sex what do we think about it now you might imagine just because we are very much ethereal beings like we're all spending time in our head and we don't spend time in our bodies as much we, you might imagine that We are not very much into sex or sexual acts or sexuality in general. But because we have so many contradictions within ourselves, you know, we are such loving creatures. We have so much affection and devotion to people. We're so loyal that when we get into a relationship with someone that we really care about, we are very enthusiastic sexual partners. Now, of course, this is just a generalization. I am looking at it from all the different comments that you guys have sent me and all the different observations that I've made. So again, this might not be true for you. I totally understand. Again, this is just a view from my perspective, very limited perspective, right? In general, INFJs are the kind of people who find, they look at sex in a very clinical way. It's funny because for me, I'm always analyzing sex and sexual sexuality, but I'm always doing it from like a, a clinical perspective where i'm thinking like i'm analyzing it i'm like okay so they're doing this this way why do they do it this way is it better that way is it more pleasurable that way why does it work that way why doesn't it work that way i'm always analyzing it or i look at um a transgender person on the street or i look at gay couple and I think to myself how does that work what, what do they do like, what are, what are the logistics of it? How does it physically work? Who's the man in the womb? Who's on top? Who's on bottom? All this random stuff. Like, of course, like it's all analysis. We are, I'm looking at it in a very clinical way. It doesn't work out that way when you're actually doing it, when you're actually in the act, obviously, because you are thinking to myself, like, you can't be analytical at a point. You want to be in the moment as much as possible. I think that's the reason a lot of times ha- I think iron would have a harder time with sex because they want to be very clinical about it. They want to be very analytical about it. But sex is very messy. It's not analytical. It's not something that you can be analytical about. It's in the moment. It has to be spontaneous. You know, It's better to be a P than a J in the act of sex, in the act of that relationship, whatever you want to call it, physicality. Right? Also, because we are not good at being in our bodies, a lot of times we have a hard time feeling that emotion of sex. Do you know what I'm saying? Emotion of orgasm or, or the act of horniness or whatever might be like whatever you want to call it that feeling of intimacy is hard for us to kind of get into sometimes not only because of trust issues oh my god but also because we have a hard time being in our bodies a lot of times we have no idea what our body is feeling because we're so not aware of it that's why i love yoga because as soon as i started doing yoga all of a sudden i started feeling all the stuff from my body which i had never felt before that's why if you guys are having this disconnect between your mind and your body, where you don't realize if you're hungry or if you're in pain or all this stuff, I know people where like they've stubbed their toe and they took off their sock and they had no idea that they had stubbed their toe because their pain receptors are so freaking unconnected to their like they're not connected to their body at all. They had no idea that they were even like in pain there. They touched their toe and I'm like oh that, that hurts. But they had no idea. Do you know what I'm saying? They're so disconnected that way. And so because we're so disconnected in certain ways, because of our mind and body connection is so convoluted, a lot of times we have a hard time figuring out, is this my, you know, am I feeling a lust towards this person? Am I interested in sex? Or do I want to orgasm? Like, what is that? I don't know. I have no idea. We have no idea because we have no connection there. A lot of times, right? Also... Sex is a very much, um, I think it's very much an uh, act of intimacy, but based on trust and connection. Now, it's very easy for us to gain connection, but it's very hard for us to gain trust, right? Like, we'll be able to gain connection with a person just instantaneously because we'll reveal a little bit of ourselves or we'll ask them a lot of questions and they feel like they know us and they, they know us really well and we're so connected and we're like, we're like soulmates or whatever, right? We're in, in fact, in our head, we're thinking, oh my God, I've only revealed one layer to you, and you already think we're soulmates, and you have no idea what, what, what there is more to come about, right? There's so much there that you have no idea. So we have issues with trust, and a lot of sex or sexual, sexual, sexual acts are all about trust. You have to let go, and you have to let go uh, into this person where you're like, yeah, I trust you, and I believe that you're not going to hurt me. And we have a hard time saying that, just not even just physically, but in in any way. Like I, I don't trust people. I have a hard time trusting people. Even my friends know that, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I know you're you're really friendly with me, and I know we're really good friends, but I, I still know that you you're hiding parts of yourself from me." And I think to myself, "Yeah, because you know, that's just the way it is, right?" Um, but sexuality or sexual acts require a level of trust that might be more than we are capable of giving into, more than we are capable of being comfortable with, right? That's why a lot of times we are single rather than getting into those situations. Um, But when we do trust someone, oh my god, let the fireworks roll, right? Like once we do trust someone and we are in an intimate relationship with them, then we are very attentive. We're very... We're good sexual partners, I think, because we know we're always observing, we're very self-aware, we know what our body is feeling once we're at that point, and we know what the other person's feeling, we know what they want, we know what we need to be. It kind of goes give and take, and if we're really close to that person, we can have a really great sexual relationship with them. But again, it has to come after the act of trust has been established, the act of intimacy has been established. And for me specifically because of all my issues, so many of them, um, I have a hard time getting into that kind of relationship. In fact, even the thought of sex right now kind of repels me or disgusts me because I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, do I have to reveal myself to this person in that manner? I have to touch them and I have to be around them and I have to, I have to be in space with them and I have to reveal parts of myself to them and not only physically but energetically. Like Just the act of that person coming close to me and being in that energy space... It's threatening to me somehow. It's like scary to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I've worked so hard to maintain this energy that I'm at. I've worked so hard to maintain, to be at the level that I'm at. It's so hard to be, to do all the things that I do in order to be at the level that I'm at. That in order to bring someone in, he has to be at a very high level of understanding and self-awareness. And he has to have really good energy. And for me, I haven't found anyone like that at all, right? Also, I don't look for it because I have actually taken on celibacy because I'm like it's so much easier. I'd rather be celibate, right? Of course, I think, I think that's all wrong. I think that the most important relationship that you can have with someone is that sort of intimate relationship where you're giving into it and you're trusting. It's a very good exercise for an INFJ to go into that kind of relationship because we have a hard time with trust and intimacy, right? So the more you have a hard time with something, the more you're afraid of something, I think the more you should go into it and experience it and be with it because it will teach you so much about yourself. Whenever I've been in that kind of relationship in the past, it has taught me so much about myself, about who I am, about how I deal with people, about how people deal with me, and it has revealed all of these shadows in myself, all of these triggers. I've learned so much about myself, and I know that, and I know that. And so it's really important for us to get into that kind of sort of relationship. It is very useful for us, guys. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, my God, no. And you'd rather be single. I totally get it. I'm in the same boat. I am single. I love being single. I get the get the of thinking about going into a relationship or even just get being intimate with someone. The fact that just the act of them touching me, oh, my God, no. I don't want to be touched. I don't like it. My personal space. This is energy that I've created here. Do not come close to me. You have a lot of barriers, right? Unless you're my friend, then obviously you can come in and hug me all the time. Um, and we're raised physical. I'm a very physical person. I love hugs and I love physical touches. So I, that's the whole thing about it. I do miss that affection bit of it, right? But again, trust, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how it is for you guys. This is just a little, like, a, just like a, in a first view of it. So I just want to start off talking about it because I know that's such a taboo subject for us, right? And I know it's hard to talk about, and so I'm going to do it in a way where we just kind of like dip our toes in a little bit, and we speak a little bit about it, and we dip our toes in a little bit more, speak a little bit more about it. I think it'd be useful and interesting. What do you guys think? I'd love to know your opinions about this. I'm just starting out. Obviously, I'm still learning about myself as well. So if I say something wrong or offensive, just ignore it. It's just me being autistic or being an INFJ. Alright, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I'm so grateful. Let me know your suggestions for future videos or if you guys have any questions or feedback. I am always here, always answering comments. Alright, see you guys next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now.